could explain a few things. We're going to go to a few things before we light the menorah. So everybody have this consciousness, especially today is the first day. And we know that uh, the main idea that we want to capture here is what is the benefit of that energy, okay? And what is uh, that we're getting from this adlaka, from this uh, uh, lighting. And that's really what it's all about, okay? So once, once we're getting... Once we're getting the understanding, then we capture that, that energy. Again, it's very important not just to be busy with the physicality, lighting of candle, eating some donuts, uh, even, not even the candle. You know, we got to get the energy from it, what do we want to achieve? Because Hanukkah has within it uh, anything that you want to achieve, anything that you can imagine that it's impossible, it is possible during, during those eight days. Now, it's very difficult to keep the excitement in the second day, third day, because you do it the first day, you're excited, it's new. Second day, you already did it. Third day is, uh, you know, in the eight days, when is this going to be over? Unfortunately, that's come from lack of understanding what are those days uh, really doing. So first, let's talk about the physical uh, idea of lighting of the menorah. As you can see, the menorah behind me, the, the candles, are far away from the door, and then every day we adding one candle more toward the door. The door itself represents solution, represents um, overcoming a certain issue. Think about whatever it is in your life that has not been solved yet. Sustenance, relationship, health, God forbid, you know, uh, something that it's not working, the door is an opening for what it's going to look like when it's work. So that's why every day you add one more candle closer to the door. So it's representing your life. Look at the door, it's like the opening to your life. That's why we keep the door open when we light it. Uh, we get excited, we dance, we, 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 we eat uh, donuts or other food if you don't have donuts. You know, if you keep the color, it's about $1,200 calories. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, and then you, do, you do the whole thing. So let's go now to more deeper uh, explanation and understand what is going on. First, what happened in Hanukkah? Of course, we we know the story. It's a, it's a sound like a story you don't tell kids, but you know, <laughs> that's what Jewish kids hear when they're growing up. It was some bad guys, you know, like look like Star Wars kind of a story. It was some bad guys called the uh, the Greek, the Yevanim, and then it was some good guys called the Maccabim. If you look at that story, it doesn't make any sense. A few Maccabees, like a family member decide enough is enough, the Greek cannot humiliate us anymore, let's get rid of them. Then they go and fight them. And the Greek come with elephant and war and enemy and, and, and the whole army. And then those few guys come from Odin, if you remember where we dig uh, uh, the archaeology place, that's where they came from. That's actually where they were, the Maccabees. They came from there and they attacked in Jerusalem uh, for what the Greek did. What, what exactly happened? What exactly took a place? Well, the, the Greek didn't want to get rid of the Jew like the Roman did, or like the Inquisition, or like the Nazi. Their mission was different. Their mission is was basically to keep them alive, but make sure they no longer believe in spirituality. They want them to follow wisdom, like what's happening today to our generation. People are following wisdom, following science, follow everything, but people don't follow truly God, don't follow the Creator. You know, you follow smart. You know, when you say smart, you don't connect it to God. You well, I met really smart person. I met really genius guy. You know, but we don't relate that that genius guy is just a channel of a wisdom that comes from the Creator. That's why we get excited when we meet somebody rich, when we meet somebody beautiful. 
Beautiful is a part of that spark coming from the Creator. Wise is part of the wisdom coming from the Creator. Rich is part of the money coming from the Creator. We're no longer connecting it. So the Greek, you know, they want that the Israelite in the time of the Temple to follow something which is nothing to do with spirituality. And uh, of course we're living it every day nowadays. I mean, uh, everybody follow whatever seemed like the right thing but not necessarily included in spirituality. So, it was a war, you know, everybody killed everybody, in the end the Maccabees won. Actually, it was the sister that won, her name is Judith. Uh, Judith manipulated the, the head of the, the, the Greek Empire, you know, she seduced him and then by killing him, everything was over. Like, like every good war over when you get the head of the leader out. It happened to be done by a woman, you know, named Judith Maccabee. She's not been mentioned so much because it's kind of an old tradition story. How are you going to say she was sexually went to the tent and did whatever she did and, and then killed him? You can't tell it to the kids, you know, that's some really bad news. I hope no kids listen to, to me now. But that's that truly what happened. That's truly what happened, you know, she, she's, she's the hero. And then the Maccabees did the war. So together with that, that's, that's Hanukkah. So why are we not celebrating Hanukkah the war? Because in Hanukkah, you don't celebrate the war. You don't see on the door there is a sign of sword and sign of elephant that die, or the sound of the Maccabee punching the, the, the Greek guy, or Judith holding the head. Nothing. All what you see is, is basically menorah, olive oil, bunch of uh, Jewish people with beer and yarmulke dancing and uh, simcha and happy and eat some donuts getting fat and that's it you go home so why why we celebrate the olive the olive oil that's the biggest question and we not celebrate the war and all the Kabbalists explain something very unique that Hanukkah is unique there is two type of way to gain in life either you remove whatever make you lose if it's in business, so you remove your expenses, then you make money. Or if it's in disease, you remove the cancer and then you stay healthy. If it's in a relationship, you remove the amount of fighting together and then what left is love. When it comes to Hanukkah, the aspect is different. You are focusing on the good. You are focusing on what is the positive thing. And the positive thing was that it was, the temple was basically almost about to get destroyed. It was no specific olive oil that was sealed by the high priest. You need to understand, the olive oil, if you remember that we went to that place in the archaeology, was has to be done by a specific person, one person, Kohen Gadol, and the Kohen Gadol put a seal on it, and when, if it's the seal is open, you can use that olive oil for the menorah in the temple. The menorah in the temple didn't look like the Hanukkah, uh, the Hanukkiah, the candelabra, because it have only seven candelabra, we have eight. Eight is related to the amount of days the miracle took place. The menorah in the temple was seven for the seven spherot. So they had olive oil that they found, and that olive oil was enough for the eight days. For that, we celebrate the miracle. But why we celebrate that and not the war? Because we are celebrating the increasing of positivity. So in Hanukkah, what you want to think about, it's not how to remove the problem from your life. Don't be busy with that. Be busy with what you want to increase, positive thing you want to increase. Is it more love? Is it more health? Is it more money? Not less expenses. 
not less problem. Don't be busy with it because that, that's not what Hanukkah is doing. Hanukkah, let's say you want to remove depression. No, inject happiness. You, you understand? You've got to change it in your mind what to focus on. That's what Hanukkah can contribute to. Once you focus on what you want to remove, you are busy with the wrong thing. There is two famous rabbis, one of them called Shammai, one of them called Hillel. Shammai believed that you should start the first day with eight candles and then every day you go less and less. Hillel said, no, you start with first candle and then you go up. What's a different consciousness? Shammai say, hey, listen, if you start the first day, the first day is the miracle when we found the can of oil, it's excitement. And because of that, we should celebrate the first day more. And then you diminish as you go away from the first day. Hillel said, no. You are celebrating the first day as you're finding the oil and then you grow more and more and more with everything because Hanukkah is not about diminishing, Hanukkah is about increasing. Everything about Hanukkah is increasing. That's why there is an idea to give charity. That's why you see me going around with the one dollar bill. There's somebody who walked in and didn't get the thing, right? Can you pass it to people who didn't get <laughs> Whoever didn't get dollar for me, please pass it off. Okay, there is, there is, a, there is a, a tradition to give charity on Hanukkah because it's the increase of your money, it's the increase of giving, it's the increase of everything. You always want to give an opportunity during Hanukkah. You have eight days, opportunity to give. The question is why? Why you have to give more? Why you want to give more? If you understand there is a can of oil, the word can of oil, okay, that can, it's called pach, pay kaf. And the pay cuff is the same letter as cuff. Cuff means palm of your hand. When your palm of your hand is closed, some people are, cannot give, cannot give love, cannot give money, cannot give hug, cannot give a good words. Some people cannot give a good word. I don't know if you met people like that. They cannot say, I love you. They cannot say, you look good. They can't, get out. Just get cheap. They're cheap on words. Some people are cheap on money. Some people are cheap on time. Anybody cheap on something? And hopefully we will never be cheap on anything because we have so much. So when somebody is cheap, it's called closed hand. Their hand are closed, it's called cuff. So this is the cuff. If you open, it becomes pach. Pach, the same letter, pach means the can of oil. So pach ashemen, the can of oil, pach ashemen, it's changing from cuff. All what you gotta do in the Hanukkah is to open your hand, be generous. Act like you have, don't act like you don't have. When you act like you don't have for eight days, the, unfortunately the whole year will be like, eh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure I have, I, I think it's an old shoes, you know, those people are miserable all the time, I don't have, I don't have, you have enough, you have enough, more than enough, and when you share, then you recognize how much you have, you can't recognize how much you have until you share, when you receive, you always feel you don't have, think about it, it's a tremendous secret, when you give, you actually realize what you have, so, that's basically the, the most of the explanation, while I'm going to light the menorah, you're going to see it, I'm going to stop in a certain places. To do a kavanot, to do a meditation. Those places that I'm stopping, we cannot explain at all. It's kind of not complicated. It doesn't mean you're not smart. It just requires time. So if we sit and explain it to you, it takes about two hours for all of it. But we don't have, we, we have more than two hours, but you don't have the time. You don't want to, to live it with the mathematic equation and all kind of thing. But just think about it that everything that we do as a meditation, that meditation is long, we're going to make it short, and to make sure that we are combining all the light that exists here in the physical world with the light that is above. Because if you count, if, if you count how many candles you use in the entire Hanukkah, it's 36, exactly 36 without the shamash, 
without the one candle in the middle. It's 36. If you get the 36 candle that we use here in the physical world, together with the 36 that they use in the upper world, because whatever you do here, it's in the upper world, what do you get? You get 72. The 72 names of God. It's, it's tremendous, right? I mean, I, I give you something more. If you add the shamash, which is another eight candle, okay, it will be eight candles. So now we have nine candles, right? Because in the shamash, so it will be 44. You're using actually 44. And, and basically 44 times two, what do we got? 88, right? I'm trying to get, play with numbers before I'm losing it because I'm sure after the donuts, nobody's gonna stay, so. Making sure that, uh, that uh, I just want to share with you that 88 thing because, all right? So, uh, 88 is the word pach, pach peichet, and it, it's been, it's like a can, but you spell it differently, and it's pach nishbar v'anachnu nimlatnu. So the Ari say that we meditate that everything will be break tonight, anything that bothers you, even if it's black magic, will leave you alone, it will break apart when you light the candle. You got to believe. The only thing we need to do is two things. Desire, like never before. Second, to believe. Because we don't have temple today. We don't have the candelabra. I mean, we have some memory of menorah for eight days. We don't have anything. We don't have the special olive oil that we need to discover. We have nothing. We have nothing. What do we have? Yeah, some donuts, some latkes, I don't know, some lechaim we're going to drink and be happy and dance. Nice, man, very nice. So what do we have? Memory. It's called the Shema in Kabbalah. Memory, impression, like something as a memory that left, ah, and we have that memory. That memory, as much as you ignite it from within, that's your little can of oil. So the Kabbalists are teaching us, whatever you do with your consciousness right now, that you believe that you have emunah, that you have more certainty within you, that you find within you that belief, emunah. Now, be careful one thing not to do, don't go into historical event. Don't go, the old Kabbalists explain, many people come to Hanukkah with the memory of the Greek Empire, and we won, and some olive oil that we found. No, it's happening now. All this event happening actually in this second. Once we light the menorah, it's happening. It's not happened then and that's a memory. No, it's actually happening in this moment. So I will end up with a story. There is a story about the Baal Shem Tov. You know, the Baal Shem Tov when, when was a Kabbalist from Ukraine. And when somebody gets sick or somebody needs money or somebody needs anything, you go to Baal Shem Tov. And the Baal Shem will go into the forest. He go into a specific place in the forest. There is one tree there. And he pray next to the tree and a miracle happened. When the Baal Shem Tov passed away, the Megid, the famous Megid, the message, a student went to the same forest. He didn't know which tree. He knew the area. He knew the prey. But that's about it. His student did the same thing. He didn't know which forest. But he knew the prey. So he took the prey. He went to one of the forests and he did pray. And generation after that, people don't know the prey, don't know the forest, don't know anything. But we have some memory of it. It's called a shiba, meaning impression. There is some dust, some spark of that energy. And Hanukkah, within Hanukkah, you have the energy of everything. All what you have to do is to have faith, to have certainty that you tap into it. And within it, within it you got to have a desire. What is the desire? How does the desire look like? I want to be connected. I want to be connected. Because otherwise, 
Once we leave in one hour, we're gonna go, everybody go to their car, to the music, to the thing, to the phone, to the, I don't know, big gammon on the phone or something like this, or, or candy breaker or whatever you call it, crusher, whatever you call that thing. Everybody go to the thing, and then it's gone. It's gone. It's never happened. Gone. Why is it like that? Because the desire of a human being is too small. We don't want enough. We want too little. We want too little. Everybody says, I want to make one billion. What do you do for that? Nothing, but I want one billion. You know, I want to be famous. What do you do for that? Nothing. We got to start to understand the establish of a desire is starting with the mind. And for that reason, Hanukkah, called Hanukkah. Hanukkah comes from the Chinuch. Chinuch means we education the brain. To educate the brain to think bigger. Educate the brain. How many hours do you need to sleep when you want to achieve a goal? Maybe two hours, one hour. You don't need more than that, right? Yeah. All year you sleep one hour at night to achieve your goal. If you sleep more than that, that means your sleeping is more important than your goal. Then you go and see Dr. Oz who tell you you need to sleep eight hours. Then you eat to eat uh, the bread. And then maybe you should talk to Dr. Oz and see how many hours he sleep until he got that show that he's on TV. To get something done, guys, you got to let go of your body, of what you eat, how organic it is, how many hours you sleep, who love you, who doesn't love you, how many friends you have on Facebook, you have a goal. Make the goals from tonight a big goal, okay? We're going to go and light the Hanukkah, and uh, you can stand and watch it. Do we need still the Facebook for the menorah? Huh? Yeah, whatever, whatever. We're going to light it there, and, and uh, give me a, a booklet. Uh, so, yeah, we have a few booklets for everybody. And uh, what we can do, uh, can meditate, try to stand when I'm, uh, when I'm doing it, please. And uh, you take it from there. And everybody can come if you want. That's it. You don't have to see if you want to see it. And whether the book that Mika will announce will be up, it should be what it's